Welcome to Inspired After Hours, your unique peek into the untold narratives of business leaders. We don't just talk business, we journey through their world, personal stories, and unique perspectives. Here we delve beyond corporate facades for intimate conversations that reveal the real life experiences of those who inspire us. Get ready to discover wisdom, extract life lessons, and fuel your own journey. Welcome to Inspired After Hours. All right, Patrick. Patrick with Break Time University, amongst many other businesses. <laughs> welcome to Inspired After Hours. Cheers. Let's dive in. Yeah. So, Patrick, welcome. You've been on. You haven't been on before. No. We produce your podcast, which is awesome. Right. Let this define you. Love that podcast. It's so good. Um, but welcome to our podcast. This is pretty exciting to have you here. Well, it's my two favorite ladies. Mine is my <laughs> wife, my girls, but... Aww. You guys have been amazing. Your whole team has, and I, I consider it an honor. Thank you. Well, we've been honored to help you build your vision and build your business and be a support to you in whatever way that we can. Um, and also, we have grown to just love you as a friend, <laughs> you know, so ways. it's been really great. And we've learned a lot from you, too, because you have a lot of history in business and successfully exited a business at one point and and didn't give up there, which you totally could have. You yeah. could have, as you say, played golf all day, every day and enjoyed your wife and your grandkids. And, you know, you decided to follow this dream that you had, which is what you came to us with. Right. right. So right. there was a vision and yeah. I wanted it was about a legacy when you thought, gosh, it, there's so much more we could do. And. I saw a vision that started in COVID when we had one business that was thriving and one that was not because it was so dependent on the world. And when the world stopped, it stopped. And I thought, we need to diversify. And all of a sudden, from the world stopping, I saw opportunity and jumped on it. And it took a while, but... It's been a very good year. And I think that one of the things that's most important is, is you've got to be patient. You've got to let your plan come together. And the value of, of the two of you and your team is that you saw where the vision could go and stuck. We, we stuck to the plan. It always, it detoured and we had some highs and lows, but something we thought would take three years took really about four months. When, and, and when did we start? When was our first conversation? Do you remember? Was it February? It was February. Of last year? Yes. So it was just just 11 months ago. Yeah. Okay. And but so it took a while. We started by <clears throat> building the website, the mm -hmm. learning management system. Yeah. But before that, and you didn't know us, you had this vision long before you met us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're, we met on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I'll never forget our first uh, Zoom call. Right. Zoom call, is that what you call it? Um, and you guys realized that you're both from Minnesota. Yeah. And, and had five dogs, both of us. Yeah. Speaking of which, one of your dogs <laughs> was relieving himself right behind you, which <laughs> yes, is the beauty of Charlie. Zoom. <laughs> Charlie was saying I, I had to mention that. I had to. I was like. Look what's happening in the background, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah. But it, we hit it off immediately, right? Right. It was pretty cool. It, it was. And when you're going to do something, I, I kind of, I, I'm, I like athletics, kind of my theme on a lot of different things, but your team 
And it, it's what makes or breaks you. It starts with your people. You can have the greatest idea in the world, but if your team wasn't there, it, it wouldn't – you're just not going to survive the thick and the thin if your team isn't somebody that's willing to be a team. And that's – when I met the two of you, that's what, I, what actually drew me to you is you understood that this was not going to be something that here, we're here to make a quick buck. We're going to help them. We'll do a couple cool marketing things and move on. You understood the vision, but the vision was going to be long. It was going to be somewhat, I don't want to say complex, but detailed, mm -hmm. and that we were going to have to be patient. And boy, uh, the one thing that I also, why the bond was there is that you understood, you listened, you proved you listened repeatedly, but then you brought a vision to life. And that's what's probably most fun, I think, for the three of us is we actually have seen something come to life and that's what a lot of people, I think what they miss in business is they, they, they just want instant success. Mm -hmm. You realize this was not going to be something overnight. It wasn't even going to be something that maybe even ever panned out, but we stuck to the plan. We stuck to the vision, but then, oh my goodness, did, did some things come together? And yeah. so let's get into that. Let's go from idea to then 11 months later, what's, what has been the result of that idea? Well, Actually, I think we back up just to COVID. As I said, we had a business that thrived and we had a business that hit a wall. And why did that business thrive and why did the other one hit a wall? Well, the one business, it was diversified. It, there were so many more services that we could offer our client base in that business that only grew because of COVID, whereas the self-pay business that, that we were in, if employers are not open, you're not making revenue. And it was your only revenue source. And all of a sudden, it stopped. And I said, well, what's the difference between the two? And what can we do to fix that? And that's where it started. And as time went along and my whole journey just evolved to exiting is where I said, I'm going to bring that vision to life. And I, I looked at it and said, this self-pay business that we put self-pay convenience stores in break rooms, a really, you know, convenience store in a convenient place. I said, we're going to bring that to life. We're gonna, instead of always trying to sell more bags and bottles to you as the employees, I'm going to sell your employer more services because we have a phenomenal relationship with them. So it started with a, just the fact of learning. And the reason I focused on learning, because it comes back to what we've talked about here, is people. I think businesses thrive when their employees accomplish more than they ever knew they could because the business invested into them. And so I looked at it and said, let's build this platform that gamifies learning, incorporates learning into the break room through rewards, and then let's start adding to it. Mm -hmm. Let's start going to that HR person that a lot of times is our contact. And not only is it learning, but it's recruiting. It's benefits. It's all the different things that that person does that ultimately feeds into culture. And boy, did it. We had some initial success with our own brand at Breakroom Choices. But wow, have we had some folks in the industry now go, boy, they're on to something. Mm -hmm. For and Break Time You. For Break Time You. And you brought that vision to life. You heard me. You listened to what I described and that first meeting. And 
wow, very quickly, all of a sudden you started bringing things to life and painting. You took the picture that I was trying to paint, you painted it. Mm. And it took off. And look where it's gone now. And so let's go there. So when you say took off in 11 months, what's happened in the last 11 months that exceeded your timeline? And maybe even in some ways exceeded what you thought was possible at times throughout the process? Yeah. So we've we've had success with it within our own brand and breakroom choices and that was our our pieces we want i i wanted the first to take and say let's diversify our own business and we did and we had success where we sold bags and bottles and we went to our clients and said we want to do other things for you and then we want to reward your employees as part of it and it worked but my vision all along was i want to take this to the industry i my legacy that i'd like to be known of is that we went to an industry that really a lot of people look at and say, vending? Gosh, just just machines. No, we're we are the number one most used benefit employers have. And I said we should be doing so much more. And so we and, and the greatest thing about the two of you and your team is we developed this vision that ultimately all along I looked out three years and said, I'm going after one company. And trying to get into to their customer base so that we could go appeal to tens of thousands of employers. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, we were to get to the, that one company, you also sometimes have to get one person. Mm-hmm. And we got both in four months. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we are now in the position where we are talking of taking this to an industry through some, some very high powered players in our industry and they're as excited as we are about it, the three of us. Mm-hmm. And they're looking forward to contributing to even help making it better, which the more minds we have at it, again, going back to the team, is really exciting. So something that we thought that, truthfully, I thought would take three years and maybe never would have happened in four months from really – and when I say four months, because we did, we spent five months just developing a website, yeah. getting the image out. The message, the brand messaging, which I can't stress to your current and future clients how important that is. That is possibly the most important thing. You started with a foundation that some sense may seem rudimentary, but boy, you you hammered away at that. And you, you keep coming back to that as a group. And as I said, once we got going... Really, when you think about this, is from the time that we went live, which is really late May and early June, mm-hmm. to where wheels started turning is really less than 90 days. And that's yeah. a credit to the two of you and your team is you painted something that we brought it to life. And from from that time, with I didn't have to call anybody. They came to us. Yeah, that, that was amazing. I remember you screenshot that email. And so for many entrepreneurs, it's one of those moments where you like frame the dollar bill, you know, like you said, you laminated that email. (laughs) It's exciting. It's laminated and it's it's because it reminds you that it's a reminder of what it took to get there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a reminder that you can do something. And it's a reminder to me to keep going because I I think Mm -hmm. one of the you you guys kind of laugh at me sometimes because I think way out here. You do. Mm-hmm. However, now all of a sudden, the the action is caught up, mm-hmm. and to you the vision. The, the vision it's there. So now, 
you saw I sent you a, <laughs> that we'll talk about tomorrow, but just some things. So <laughs> now all of a sudden it's it's here now. More work to do. More work to <laughs> but do. But it's so exciting. But <laughs> that's where I think one of the lessons that I, I it, it reminds me is always do be looking out there, yet always work on today. And one of the things, the dollar bills, <laughs> What's going to get us to be successful now? Mm -hmm. That's that is also my reminder. I don't have time to to waste on things that are not going to produce results because we got some pretty cool results. Yeah. And now the the really beautiful thing is that now that we're ready to just take off with it and to talk to some of those tens of thousands of employers out there in America, we have the messaging we can concisely say what break time university does what the whole package does with the mm -hmm. recruiting with all of the different pieces and you have the tools you have all the marketing tools and your marketing team can fluently speak about your vision about how the problem that it solves how you uniquely solve it um, the relationship piece of your brand and all of that so you're ready to go. You don't have to hold back. You don't have to scramble and try to find somebody. Well, I'm, I need this and this and this. And I'm, you know, in order to move forward, I got to get all this done. Now it's not on you. You have a whole team is ready to do it for you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to start from scratch and explaining the, to them your vision and trying to get them to understand it. So you're not going to have to slow down. So that's really cool. And we're honored to be able to be there for you at this really crucial time in taking this vision to the next level. Well, if you compare it, Amber and Kristen, to the starting a break room business in another city is kind of how I'd reference it because break room choices was in Salt Lake and we moved here to Phoenix. You have to get a warehouse and all this shelving and a truck and employees and blah, 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 blah. And the list is endless. Well, here and with this, we're going to be this industry is going to be getting to something they're not familiar with. They don't need to be because I already have the team, it's there. It's literally scalable. We've already demonstrated that. Mm -hmm. They literally, we have the team, as you said, everything's there, it's built. We know how to market it, we know how to email it, we know how to do social media. We've got literally all the creative, mm -hmm. it's all there. The, the podcast, we're ready uh, for everything. to add more yeah. content creators, the, the, learning. The, the data platform is there, the, the sponsors are there. Mm -hmm. It's all there. We have the recruiting engine. We, we have the recruiting company that already is recruiting for us and generating success for us and creating revenue. And th so the whole machine is there and there's more that we've all talked about that we're just gonna continue, but it just feeds into a machine that's already, it's just another piece to it. Mm -hmm. And that's where when I, I come back to just your, your group and why people should do business is, I think back to that first meeting, we had conversations and you listened and there's a lot of folks that do what you do that I, I don't know how many times we, you know, we all talked about this. I would paint these pictures and come back and it was a crayon drawing, a stick drawing. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's, I wanted the Picasso, not yeah. my, my, my kids could have, draw. Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of Inspired Vibe. Mm. And that is very hard to find, let alone coming back to the team. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's truly been, and it's not always been easy mm -hmm. because this, this sometimes trying to keep up with someone that's always thinking out here. I, I mean, I have trouble keeping up with myself. <laughs> well, and I, I believe it. and we, 
because so many of our CEOs, leaders, visionary clients think so far in advance, we, we've been around that more. We're a little older than a couple member members of our team. So we've been able to say, if our client is saying something and they go, but it's not even built yet. I don't understand what he or she is saying. I We've taught them that they're operating in a place mentally where it is already built. Because when you stay there as a visionary, that's where you can figure out the next move or the next five moves because you're playing so many moves ahead. So it's been, they get it now. They totally get it now. Um, I did want to ask you, I, I'm not going to let you off the hook on this question because there were, it wasn't always happy times over the last 11 months in this. And there were some really frustrating times. There were some times that you were facing some significant uncertainty in this project. Mm-hmm. How did you get through those? What was, if you would go back to those times, you think, why didn't you give up? Why didn't you pull the plug? Well, I think to, first of all, you know my journey. My journey in life has not, in the last 15 years, hasn't been easy. I've faced a lot harder stuff than those Mm -hmm. rocky times. Mm -hmm. And when I, I... Our podcast called Let This Define You, I can hear my dad chirping in my ear. Uh, You've beaten a lot harder stuff than this. Uh, I have a wife that every day, you don't know how she's going to feel from hour to hour, let alone day to day. And she answers the bell every single day. I have kids that have faced some challenges that, so my challenge is really minor compared to some of the things that we together as a family have beat. And so that's where it starts is my job at the end of the day is to not let stuff beat me. So rather, as as, as you know, I, I don't let it define me. I'm going to define it. And so we, we started there. Uh, secondly, if you... You, you in the last, what, six months have been on a fitness journey. I kind of compare it to that. It's mm-hmm. not always easy. Being successful is hard. If it was easy. Everybody would do it. Everybody would be wildly successful, but you had to stick to it. And and one of the things I also, you know, with that, and I don't need to go into the details, but it's also sometimes you have to remember who you are and what you want to do and what you want to get done. And there's times to address and deal with certain things. And then there's times that you need to somewhat keep some things and know that there's a better time to deal with some other stuff at a, at a later date. And we know what some of that is. We don't, we don't need to go into the detail, but the reality is some of it is you have to f- sometimes win the war that nobody else is, knows about. Mm. And the last wow. thing is I'll say to that, is sometimes you just have to win the war within your own head. Mm-hmm. And so Amber, you know, you talk about how do I do that is, is you know, I'm somebody that I've, I've struggled with depression in my life. And it's, I, I used to almost chastise people that had it. And my wife would get mad at me because she battled it. And until you really have it happen to you, you don't understand it. And then once you do, you're almost embarrassed. So what I ultimately did is is somewhat rely back onto that I have beat harder things, and I know that this was going to work. And so, to be blunt, you got to believe in yourself because yeah. if you don't, who the hell else will? 
-hmm. I could phrase that a lot differently. <laughs> Usually I do. <laughs> but if you don't, I can motivate somebody all damn day. If you don't believe in yourself, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so. That, I would tell you that is consistent with what I've seen from you since we've known you. That's yeah. consistent. Even we, when we had that one time where I was like, what is going on? Like, mm -hmm. are we ready to move forward? Are we not ready to move forward? Like, what are we doing? Even then, when you say you have to know who you are, and sometimes you have to fight that battle that nobody knows you're fighting, that is very consistent with how you handled any situation that, that we've known that you've come across. So, mm -hmm. and who can argue that? You know, and it's it's inspiring and it's really it's what keeps you going. It's what creates your success. It's probably what makes you a good husband, a good dad, a good grandpa, you know, a good client, a good friend, you know. So that's pretty cool. I love that. I think that's going to be a quote we will put on social media. Yeah. You know, you have to know who you are. Well, and, and I also stress to anybody is you can't compromise that and and. In my life, I, I won't go into the detail, but there's times when I did compromise that. And I, re, I deeply regret that. I'll go to my grave compromising some things. Mm -hmm. And what I actually will say, if someone asked me in the last year, what has been your biggest success or your most proud of is probably is the fact that I actually did stay true to who I wanted to be and what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And while there were days that I gosh, I'm like, God, man, what, why didn't I just go play golf? <laughs> you said this to us a couple He, he says it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But I knew, I saw what we could do. And even as I talked to our clients and said, if I gamify learning, and if I could bring you, bring you clients that I, even I have people say is, gosh, why, why would the vending company be your best recruiter? Because there's no one that's in your business more frequently than us. Mm -hmm. No one. And so I knew that when you put it that way, they're like, gosh, he's right. Uh, so when I knew when I had too many people telling you, right, who am I to doubt what the hell I go? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's, I mean, you guys know my phrase, let's F and go. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I had to tell myself that too. Oh, a hundred percent. I get that. Yeah. And so... I want to give you credit for the relationship building that you do because you're well known in your industry. People know who you are. You said, I have to know who I am. I think you, you said that, that yeah. it starts with that and you have to believe in yourself. And, uh, but people know who you are and people like you, you're a likable guy, but you bring solutions, you do business, you give them what you say you're going to give them, you follow through, mm -hmm. you know, you communicate, over communicate, you know. We do have to try to like track you down sometimes, but <laughs> but <laughs> we always do. But you're only one person. Yeah. We get it. But um, one thing that I think back on that was a really cool kind of win for us was um, you have a couple of friends who are um, they're coaches, they're they're teachers. They have their own uh, their own learning uh, experience for people in business. Mm -hmm. Brian Moran. Uh, is one of them. I'll let you talk about them. But I remember you said, um, I just sent them the brand book. We create a brand book for all of our clients. Mm -hmm. And so you told them about it, but you sent them the brand book and then they actually had something tangible. They could see, okay, this is the story of what 
he's building, you know, and it put everything into words and covered all of the bases of any questions that they would have or any confusion that they might have about the idea. So do you remember that? I, I sure do. And I remember the vision that they were, they thought they understood it and then they got that and it became clear. Mm. And it goes back to the, you drew the Picasso, not this, the, the crayon drawing. And so when you gave that to folks, that's where this got life. Mm -hmm. And when you think about what we've accomplished in a short period of time is people have been able to go through social media to a website, watch podcasts, and they can see very clearly what we're doing. So it's, it's Brian and David Noor saw it and folks like Christy Siefkins and, uh, uh, uh Others have seen this, mm -hmm. should know that better, but forgive me. Well, um, I was going to talk about yeah. sponsorships too. Yeah, but Got exactly. Some, we, some... Big power mm -hmm. brands, Red Bull saw this and says, wow, we can do this to some local brands here that are saying, I want to get my foot in the door right now. Uh, I use cactus corn because they're they're just entrepreneurs like like I am, like you are. And, and a, pl a, a plug to, to, to Chris because he's doing some things that are pretty dang cool. Mm. And, but it comes down to is, again, that brand book was so important and it had to be really good. And it, I think, again, when maybe the beauty of what you have done is you replicated that into a website, a podcast, a social media, a marketing message. When you think about the elevator speeches and the whole mm. piece, to where it's produced what we've got today. Mm -hmm. And we're not sitting here unless that became reality. Because you, you, you talked about there were probably days that it died. If I hadn't had that quality of work, we're probably all not sitting here. This mm -hmm. thing would have been old. We'd, one, we never would have met. But two, this thing wouldn't have gotten to where it did. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of the three of us and what's yeah. happened. And it's, it's interesting, one of the observations I'm making as I'm listening to all of us take a minute, which is so important in these moments when the wave is high and you, I think as business owners, we don't do that enough where we stop and we honor everything that had to happen, that everybody put their efforts behind and their work behind to make happen. So this conversation is being able to reflect on what everybody did because there were some phone calls. There were, there were, there were phone calls that we would have with you and then there were phone calls we would have with our team. And what I realize through this is when we work with a business owner, it's so much more of an intimate experience than a lot of people think because a business owner has good days, has bad days. There's things that go the way they're supposed to in their business, in the business. And then there's things that just come up out of nowhere or there's an, a last minute opportunity and we need to all jump in to make something happen in order so we can capitalize on that opportunity. And so... You get to know your business. I mean, we know our business owner clients very well. That's why a lot of them <laughs> we consider family because we have a deep relationship. We're, we're working together when things are good. We're working together when things are tough. We're working together when maybe doesn't everybody doesn't see eye to eye, but we all work towards a process so we can all come up to a consensus on things. But it's been... It's been an amazing journey, and it's. I know we're just getting started as, mm -hmm. as far as what's on deck now in front of us, but it's it's just been such an amazing experience. And it's things like this, it's, it is the success. Of course, the success is validating because 
when her and I talked about even wanting to start this and what our purpose and mission was in, in, in everything we do, we always wanted to take whatever was good that was happening out there and use our skill set and now build a team to be able to expand that goodness, right? Mm -hmm. take, maybe it's affecting five people. Let's have it do what we can to have it affect 500, 5,000, 5 million. But that's been the most rewarding part of this is to be there for you through the tough times and the good times and then to figure things out and say, okay, let's, let's fucking go. Somebody had to say it. We could not get through a BTU, uh, a Patrick conversation without somebody saying it. Well, you know, you talked about celebrating pieces. I think that being positive is actually one of the hardest things in life. If you think about the world we now live in, where you have social media, where everybody seems to always be chasing the Joneses. Is that a mm -hmm. good way to... Yeah, you you look absolutely. at social media and think, gosh, that guy's life is he's got oh, it all together. Perfect. She, I mean, she's yeah. When in reality, I we all know people that we look at their life's a freaking disaster. Mm -hmm. And w I have faced challenges in my life that it, yet you have to celebrate the wins and f it's being positive and being uplifting is far harder than just saying I'm going to be positive. Mm -hmm. it, it just it just and so celebrating victories is, is important. I mean, I, I was my I always try to start a day by listening to something that's going to put me in a good mood. And actually, this morning it was, and this one's going to hit close to you. I probably watched this a thousand times, something related to the Miracle on Ice. And Mike <laughs> Garuzioni, who scored the, the, the go-ahead goal against the Russians back in 1980, anytime he gets down, he'll go home and turn on that video and every time you watch it the puck goes in and every time <laughs> they watch it they win well it's no different this is something that we can fall back to celebrate yeah. the victories so because it is so easy with all this stuff that goes on in this world right now i mean whether it's you name it i don't need the grocery list we all know mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. find the, the positives and start there but also examine how did you get there what did you do mm -hmm. and i think again i go back to the last year what i'm if i self-reflect on things i've done well and things i haven't what i have is as i for once i i truly in the last year have stayed true to who i am and who i wanted to be and i don't think i was that for a while and and now that it's it actually fuels me even though i don't sleep well still mm it's for a different reason. And I knew we could get here and it's, it feels good to do, but now the real work, there's more work to be done. But the great news for folks, if you're thinking of, boy, maybe I should talk to these folks. Don't quit fucking around and do it. <laughs> because as I said, we took something that we saw that may have taken us to three years. We got there in an incredibly short amount of time. But the, the beauty of it is it's not like we have to go redecorate the house and remodel everything now. It's there. Mm -hmm. Now it's just for us of mm -hmm. just doing the things that we know that we already can do. Mm -hmm. It's there. It's just doing it, done, put it on, keep going, repeat, 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 and market the hell out of it mm -hmm. like we already do. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm... That that's that's just what's great, and and 
everything that we are working on with Break Time U, Break Room Choices, Break, Break Time U is, is actually the newest business of all of them. Recruiting Choices has been around for six years. Break Room Choices is, is well over 25. Some of the other services that we're adding to it are businesses that have been around since the early part of the century. And it's just fitting it into the machine. And we built the machine. Mm -hmm. We, the three, the three of us and John and Darren and our, I built the team, built this machine, and it's really freaking cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just fun. Uh, that's that's what's cool. Celebrate the say, wins. Yeah, thank you for doing your part as well. You know, like it's it's rewarding for us when the client is actually doing the work to build the business and to keep it active and do all the things that need to be done, the one foot in front of the other that you talk about and that, you know, that um, – that mental, the, the resilience that you have, remembering who you are, sticking to who you are, all the things. And the coolest thing about you is that you are out there selling your business. You are constantly talking about it to everyone you know, everyone you yeah. meet, the guy that you know from Red Bull. Those things lead to successes. And then our team gets to celebrate those successes, as mm -hmm. you just mentioned, which is truly rewarding for us. The last thing we want is to work so hard for a business and a business owner and then have the business fail, shut down, whatever, because they weren't able to do the work or they just didn't do the work or they thought we had to carry the entire load. You know, that's really not what we're doing all this for. We're doing it to watch the success. And also it's a business that's going to make an impact on thousands upon thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to see that at some point as well. So yeah. thank you for that. Well, it goes back to something that you talked about a little bit ago was just relationships. And, and I, I actually, I give David Noor a lot of credit because when I met him back in 2017, I learned the value of mm -hmm. relationships. And his book, Relationship his, Economics. It's everything he's built a career. He's got this new technology that he's building you guys have to see this, uh, that it's incredible. I, I think it's something that when you think about all the different things we're talking about, when you see what he's built, it's it's just off the charts so much better than what's out there. He takes Salesforce and LinkedIn and all these things and makes it just so much better. He blends it all together. But I say that because relationships are everything. Mm -hmm. And that still is the core of what we've done is – yeah, the, we're in business. If you always agree, then you've got the wrong team. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. they're just telling you what you want to hear. Mm -hmm. Actually, you've told me a few times things that that, that you wanted to. You probably didn't want to say, but you had had to say. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you did. Uh, and it's no different. I've told you. We've had a few conversations mm -hmm. and some things that that that. No one wants to talk about, but we did. But the mm -hmm. good news was is that it, the opposite is you don't. And then you, as you described, you fail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, the great thing about this, what we've been able to accomplish together is th that it was a team from the word go. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's hard to find. I mean, that that's hard to find just within a company, let alone I don't even like calling vendor client. That's, that's stupid. I, we're partners <laughs> we're, in this. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's the way with, as we move forward, we want to be partners with our clients. We want to be mm -hmm. partner. We want to be culture creators. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that if you, if 
you don't have the relationship with with the folks and and uh that's what's fun yeah there's i love this conversation there's so there's so many books and online gurus who unpack what happened in successful ventures and my key takeaway from this conversation is you being authentic and staying to yourself. That's a journey that Kristen and I are on. There's many times in many conversations afterwards, we go, why didn't I say this? Like, this was on my heart. Like, why didn't I just say this? And so we are slowly, no, I wouldn't say slowly, but we are progressing. We're in, focusing on it. Yeah, we're focusing on it. We're continuing to grow in that area of just Kristen showing up as Kristen and Amber showing up as Amber. And not that there's a lack of authenticity. It's just sometimes may, we maybe hold back. Or you want to be who you think the other person needs you to be in yeah. that moment as opposed to just being yourself. Yeah. I And I will tell you that, gosh, I'll go to my grave. That's my biggest regret mm. is it's just things that I wasn't who I wanted to be. And I, you, you can't. I have a I had a, a saying that you need to say what needs to be said, well enough times to enough of the right people, but you also need to be saying to yourself, and uh, you can't do that. And when you do, you again compromise who you are. And when you start doing that, you're just lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. And 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 so I'm I love the fact that in the last year, and and that's the beauty of us. It's the beauty of, you know, with John and Darren that, that you, as you've started to get to know them mm -hmm. and even there, it's kind of fun. I always, I love, this is a, one of the coolest things ever. I always say is that I got these two great guys that are partners on, on, in our break room business that they're, they're LDS families. And I'm the Irish Catholic that cancels out all the good that they do. <laughs> uh, and we all laugh about it, but we, we, even there, that's a lesson how we've had to blend our cultures because mm -hmm. I came from this big company that we built these two technology companies, grew, 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 to now we're back into this family business and they got this guy over here that's saying, let's go disrupt and change an entire industry tomorrow. <laughs> okay. And they got it. That's why we all got together. You're like, said, no, I'm this. serious. But and, and that's how we, we, we arrived that I was, I mean, even I had someone say to me in the last week is, you know, when you exited your, your, your tech company, we didn't see you going into what you're doing. We had, we we're like, what is he doing? <laughs> and then once they saw what we've done, they understood that why we went there. So John Darren and I could build this because we knew what we could build. We knew it. I tested it with them and look, now we're just going to replicate it. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of it is sometimes you know, if there's one thing I learned back from the whole chip implant thing that you guys know a little bit about and people can research if you want. <laughs> well, a lot of it was, I, I won't, I won't or can't go into the reality is, is I learned that you take things that are completely unrelated and make them work together, whether it's relationships, products, people, processes. And when you make them work together, because recruiting and break rooms, learning and break rooms, not associated at all. Mm -hmm. But have the three of us made them work together? Mm -hmm. Have John and Darren, and the, really it's called the five of us, and I think that's important mm -hmm. that we start to talk about that because, mm -hmm. well, we, the three of us, had that vision. It's really they had the foundation of a break room business to start it all in. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I need to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is important to me to, to stress that 
and look what the five of us now are producing and putting together. And we took things that were not related and make them work together. And it's pretty How do you cool. do that? How do you take two things for the listener? How do you take two things that are unrelated and make them work together? Is it by finding something common among them? Okay. Well, just the, I go back to that. How did I come up with this idea? We needed to diversify that industry. And what else can you do? Well, I thought, well, gosh, our decision maker in our industry, yeah, yeah, rather than trying to sell, I mean, if you think about it, just use this example. If Kristen's the HR director and Amber's the employee, I'm always focused on Amber and trying to sell Amber more bags and bottles. When in reality, I come back to Kristen and what hit me is to say is, I can sell more services to Kristen that Amber can use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Which helps me in my job. It helps because you. Because I'm here as an HR professional to serve the employees. Exactly. I gave them more tools. And then I thought, as I started to do this, that creates revenue for our business. Mm-hmm. Why don't I share some of that revenue and put it back into the break room that Amber gets a reward dollar that ultimately grows our break room business. And it cements the relationship. We're now a culture solution. We mm-hmm. do two and three things. There's an ecosystem it. To just it. feeds mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. and we that's where it comes back to the partnership. We're a partner in there. We're no longer just a vending company. Mm-hmm. We're an actual partner, a true culture partner. We're part of their business, and that's what we strive to be. And it, it, it also helps feed what we do because think about what we do. Again, that bags and bottles, our driver that is at an account – that fill they're putting that bag and bottle in is far more important now. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's all part of you use the term the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. If we're not doing a good job there, right? Whereas it now counts. Brings back to the relationship again. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, there's so much. We there's could talk so all day. Much. <laughs> we could talk all day. We could talk. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so many stories. There's so much to learn from you mm-hmm. in what you've learned. Um, in business. And so we definitely want to have you back on the podcast again. Mm -hmm. But we all decided we wanted to memorialize this moment because we've all worked so hard. Our team has worked so hard. Thank you to our team. Um, And now like the real fun begins Mm -hmm. and we start to take this business to the next level. So thank you for allowing us on your journey and for inspiring us always and teaching us so much. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I would say um, if if this is the experience and what we've learned so far in the last 11 months, I can't even fathom what's ahead and how much goodness is ahead and how many lives we're going to impact together. So I'm really excited. Well, you, you, you two and your team deserve the credit because, as I described, uh, John, Darren, and I, when we chatted about this vision, it was one thing. But I, I think if I chose somebody different, we would have failed. It would have been a complete waste of money. And the, this, what we do, because there's a lot of people at first that say, I just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And they understand it now. Yeah. You're fucking right. They do. And <laughs> there were a lot of whiteboards involved. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. several meetings, but yeah. But there was a lot to. There's a in. lot there. But really, at the end of the day, you simplified it. Mm-hmm to where it is pretty easy to understand what we do now. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of you, your team. Uh, I couldn't be more happy. I, I 
I love working with Ollie. I love you ladies. The, the, it's been a, a phenomenal experience, and I am I'm mutually excited to watch what we all do together. It's It's been a great journey so far, but the real fun, I think, is in front of us. I well, agree. Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. You're welcome. Thank you. That's a wrap for today's journey on Inspired After Hours. We hope our conversations have offered you unique insights and ignited your own aspirations. Remember, every story we share is a beacon of wisdom meant to inspire your own path. Stay with us as we continue to delve into the lives of successful leaders. Subscribe to stay tuned and join us next time on Inspired After Hours. Until then, stay inspired.